Hey, mamas, welcome to Daily Mom Joy with Relly. I've been wrestling with a question all week. What's the main thing that keeps us moms from prioritizing our own wellness? Now, I just felt a few of you roll your eyes at me, and you're probably saying things like, Are you kidding? Who's got time for that? Do you know how many car loops I have to go to? How am I supposed to be well on zero sleep? We have three birthday parties this weekend, graduations, and did I mention the presentation that I've got due Monday? So I know this is a loaded question because there are many factors that play into our habits, especially our habits related to our own wellness. However, something I've found to be true, in my opinion, is that regardless of where we each are in our mom journey, we do all share some common challenges. So I want you to think of your mom friends or the moms in your life that you know. How many moms do you know have used the phrase like, I don't have time, or I can't, or I should, or I shouldn't? I bet money that you've at least had one of these interactions this past week. So while your answer to this question is going to depend on your season, your life circumstances, there is going to be some common reason that keeps us from making our wellness, our emotional, physical, spiritual health, a a priority. So for example, for the mom that's dealing with waking up every two and a half hours at night to feed her newborn, her season is clearly different from the mom that has two kids going off to college. But both of them may share the same primary reason of just simply not knowing where to start on their path to their journey. One is sleep deprived, right? And the other one just maybe hasn't thought of herself in 18 years. The concept of prioritizing her wellness may seem foreign. So my goal for you by the end of this podcast episode is for you to identify at least one big factor, if not the factor, that keeps you from prioritizing your wellness. Now, really, why is this important? We we ask the right questions, guys, then we're going to come up with the right answers, okay? Or, or at least some answers that are going to lead us to the right path. It's okay if we don't have the answers all the time. That's the game of life. We make choices. We make decisions. We trip. We fall. We get back up again. And then we try a new method. For us that have multiple children, we've had to evolve our parenting styles, right? From one kid to another. We adjust, we adapt, we apply. But we don't get get there unless we ask the right questions. So I asked this question because it is of the utmost importance. Remember what I said, if we are well, then the world is well. Our children, our spouse, partner, our loved ones, everyone benefits from our wellness. So I I want you to think of what happens to a small town when their water source or their food source gets contaminated. I know it's, it's a weird question, but follow me here. Eventually, what happens? Everybody in that town, right? Everyone eventually will suffer. People can get sick. People can die. The town ceases to exist. Why? Well, because the survival source is removed, right? Now, we moms are our children's and loved ones' survival source. We're their source of love. We're their main source of security, their source of stability. You see, the hats we wear proudly, yet comically at times, 
you know, we call ourselves Uber drivers and mathematicians, cheerleaders, science fair strategists. Love that one. Those hats collectively offer something that's just so much more. And that's unconditional love. Unconditional love in its rawest form. So you see, we have no choice but to be well if we want our world to be well. So in search of this answer to my question, I put my scientific mom hat on. Caveat, I'm not a real scientist. I just play one on TV. But I I ran an opinion poll on about 40 moms. And the question was, the question that I'm presenting to you today, why do we struggle on prioritizing our own wellness? The results were 42% of the women responded for them. It's boundaries. So the majority said boundaries. They have so much on their plate and struggle with saying with the word no, that wellness becomes an afterthought. So I'm going to get to that in a moment. But the runner up was pure avoidance. That came in at 29%. Mom guilt, hate those words, going to get into that in a moment too, came out a close third at 21%. Interestingly enough, simply not knowing how or where to start your journey, that accounted for about 8%. So now, again, this is going to differ for everybody, okay? But depending on where you are on your journey, you're going to fall possibly into one of these categories. Or maybe you just have a completely different reason. But again, guys, the aim is to ask the right question so it can elicit some thought, right? You can entertain the idea of, hey, there is something that I can do to improve my wellness if I'm not already doing so. And this can lead to positive change. So I want to start by saying a couple things about avoidance and boundaries since those were the top two. Avoidance is a very common and appealing coping mechanism. If we pretend something is not there, then by very definition, it's not there because perception is reality, right? Now, as a therapist, I see this a lot. And it is something that we all struggle with at one point in our lives. I mean, we live in a culture that it is so easy to distract. And distraction sometimes just gets mistaken for productivity. But the hard truth is that if something is not bringing you peace, something is not bringing you joy, if something is not contributing to your growth, then it's time to re-strategize. You have to throw the whole thing out the window. I'm just saying, re-strategize. I can talk about avoidance all day long, so I'm not going to do that here. But what I do want you to take away from this is that the issue with avoidance is that eventually the things we're avoiding start creeping up on us if we avoid them long enough. So I call this with my clients the beach ball effect. If you take a beach ball and you push it underwater, what does it do? It keeps coming back up, right? And that's very much what avoidance looks like. A great mentor of mine, Victoria Hawkins, love her, would always tell me what you resist persists. It's a concept that I've used and adopted over the years. Now, the beautiful thing is that when we release the hands of that beach ball and we simply let it be, now we have to deal with it. We have to be uncomfortable. We have to stare at it and acknowledge its presence, no matter how hard it is but we have to look at it in the face. Eventually, if we keep hands off, the water will just allow the beach ball to float away. And that right there, guys, is the difference between healing 
and avoidance. Healing means truly letting go. Avoidance is using distraction to pretend that the issue is not there. So what are we avoiding when it comes to our wellness? What do we need to look at and face so that we can take a step towards healing instead? Something to think about, right? So let's move to boundaries. Boundaries is another one I can talk about all day long, but I'm going to give you just the elevator pitch. Ready? Boundaries are not barriers. Everyone say it with me. Follow the bouncing ball. Boundaries are not barriers. Put it on a post-it, tattoo it somewhere. We have this false belief that if we say no, we're shutting the door on somebody's face. We become the bitchy daughter-in-law. We become the Debbie Downer mom. The, the mom friend, the non-fun mom friend, the stuck-up coworker. We become the fear that somehow, maybe we don't really wear the super mom cape. And if other people think that, then it must be true, right? Let me tell you something. That's bullshit. Deep down, you know it. You know that it is impossible to sustain the high speed of a vehicle if you don't refill the gas tank. It's impossible to continue to fill other people's cups if your cup is empty. I'm full of analogies, so I can sit here and give you all the analogies for boundaries. But here's the best way that I can put it for you ladies. Boundaries aren't closed-in fences. Imagine a fence, and then imagine a door in the middle of the fence. That door has a keyhole on each side of the fence. And each side has a key. Both people have that key. They have access to each other. They can communicate with each other. So you see, boundaries just aren't for you. You guys have equal access. It's for the other person too. All right? Boundaries. <laughs> to briefly touch on mom guilt, again, hate those two freaking words together. Um, I don't know who coined that phrase, but it's stupid. Um, I don't know about you. I, I immediately get a physical response because ultimately mom guilt, and I'm using my little bunny ears here with my quotation marks, mom guilt is just another way to say, I'm not worth prioritizing my well-being. Isn't that some shit? It's the flawed equation that adding time to ourselves automatically means you subtract time from your children or time from your spouse or time from anything else other than taking care of yourself. So to that, I say, that's also a boundary issue. It's a boundary issue in disguise. Now, the boundary with that needs to be set within yourself. You need to allocate time to your wellness because if you don't, then the survival source, meaning you, is severely impacted. Now, finally, if you're part of the I'm not sure how or where to start my, my wellness category, I want to give you the good news and say that, hey, you've already started. If you're listening to this podcast episode, then this small portion of time, you've learned that allocating a few minutes of yourself can yield some powerful questions and hopefully some powerful answers. So maybe for you, it starts by listening to these mini podcast episodes, right? Google mom wellness or just wellness in general. Um, join our Facebook group, Daily Mom Joy. You can spend a few minutes out of the day, you know, in community with others that also want to prioritize their mom wellness. I hop in there and I, I share a little bit more about these tools, post the podcast episodes. 
So now that I've gone through each category, I, I want to ask you guys, what boundaries do you need to create in order for you to give yourself the permission to prioritize your wellness? Where do you have room to say no or simply say not today? No, thank you. Where do you have room to address avoidance? Where can you find 15 minutes of distraction and turn distraction into action towards your wellness? Where can you let go of the quote-unquote mom guilt and give yourself permission to add time to your equation to establish wellness as a habit? Now, a caveat for you amazing moms that are doing um, amazing things in, in one of these areas um, like my gym moms, right? That you wake up at five o'clock in the morning and you go to the gym. God bless you. That's not me that I, I can't. Um, it's just, it's man, five in the morning. That's my sister. I admire her for that. She's awesome. Um, but I'm going to ask you, is there room for you to prioritize wellness in other areas perhaps? So if you're killing it in the physical area, how's your emotional health doing? How's your spiritual health doing? Right? Wellness is holistic. Okay, I want to in instill that with you guys. Wellness is holistic. Mom wellness is holistic. And again, it's about habit building and feeding and growing the survival source that is us. We're the survival source. So I hope you found this helpful. Um, I hope it elicits the right questions so you can get some, you know, some good paths to go check out um, and, and, um, just check in with yourselves and do a little bit more of path or soul searching, right? Um, go check out the Facebook page. Go and check out the group. We'll be having ongoing discussion and I'll talk to you guys next week. Let joy be your default.